Oh shit, son. It's the Warm Beard and the Cheap Seats Podcast. WBCS. I'm Casey with Big Mike, Sweet Melissa, Big Ed, and hopefully Subway Slam will be joining us later. Welcome back. It's Friday. Big Mike, take it away. What's happening, everybody? It's Big Mike coming at you on a Friday night. Warm Beer and Cheap Seats Radio. WBCS. WBCS. Hey, we got a great show for you. We're going to talk about the captain, mm-hmm. a little DQ in NASCAR, and we're not talking about Dairy Queen. Oh, yes. We got a brand new game show debuting tonight for your <laughs> entertainment. Whoop, whoop. Subway Slam, our local wrestling legend. Try right. some scoops for us. Big Ed's Rock and Roll Retrospective and whatever else we come up with. Casey's going to have some stories for us. So here we go. Warm beer and cheap seats. Here we go. Friday night. And Casey. Have you seen the new helmet that they're going to work with in the NFL? I saw it tonight at, on our pre-show meeting. It looks pretty horrible. Yeah, so w- w- what they're doing, I guess, it's a, call it Guardian Cap. Uh, they're doing it at training camps. And from what I understood is they're going to be using it in possibly the preseason games. Um, I mean, they're, they're, uh, they look like something that someone would wear when they have an inner ear, uh, imbalance and they, keep so falling they don't down. hurt themselves. Yes. Like, you know, like, well, you got to excuse them. They have, uh, seizures a lot. This is so they don't crack their head open on it. It's like they just like, table. just put bubble wrap around them. Um, and it's uh, it's kind of ridiculous looking. It's like a pillow all the way around. Well, look here. I mean, I, 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 I'm going to put it on our Twitter, and you can find our Twitter at Beer Seats, uh, so you get a better look at. Uh, or you like, I, I don't know if you remember the the cartoon uh, on MTV during the '90s. Uh, now I'm trying to remember that. I think it was called the head where you had the alien living in the head and the guy had the enlarged head. That's uh, what this damn thing looks like. That Yeah, if Nitro's out there, he probably remembers the show. Um, he, yeah, t- tape a pillow to your head. You know, why don't they just... Um, why don't they just have a pillow fight and just, you know, and just call that football? Call it, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it's it's getting ridiculous. So, yeah, it's at Beer Seats on Twitter, but uh, now the helmet looks ridiculous. Or, you know what? If you're like, this is for player safety, then why would you only wear it part of the time and not the rest of the time? Good question. Or just take the helmet off and be like, we just play with flags. What is this What is this helmet made out of? What is the material, the outer material? Titanium, believe it or not. <laughs> I, I, I actually, I don't know. Because um, it, lo- it, it kind of looks, looks like... like egg cartons. It does <laughs> look like egg cartons. It looks like... like they took well the, the problem with using a carton it's a good sound insulator so all they can hear is you know what it reminds me of have you ever like seen really like a, like a like a the kids like the ball the ball pit 
Yes. The like the foam in a ball pit, like the foam oh, pits. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's yeah. what it looks like. That's taped to their head. Do people pee in them? Yes, there's probably pee on these okay. helmets. Yeah. Kitty pee. Blech. <laughs> That's the worst kind of pee. Ugh. <laughs> Anyhow. Yeah. It, it makes their head look twice the size. Sweet Melissa thought uh, we have kittens. She's like, I think one of the kittens peed on the counter. I was like, no, nah, I spilt water. So <laughs> we're, we're good. I was worried. Hmm. Well, hey. Because that's, that's, that's actually worse than child pee is cat pee. Cat pee? Uh-huh. Oh, well, yeah. Kind of stinky. Kitty pee. And I was like, what about kitty pee? Yeah. Kitty. T-I. Kitty. Yeah. Right. Kitty. Uh, could be a little rancid. Oh, look, he's got a ticket to the show. <laughs> That's Good Happy one. Corbin, everybody. Happy Corbin. Yeah, yeah. we got wrestling. We got wrestling on. So if you want to tune in with it, if you're live with us on a Friday night. That's right. We're, we're always live. Tune in to SmackDown. Yes. And watch it with us. But don't turn on SmackDown. You listen to us and you watch And watch, watch it. Yeah, just like we're doing. Yeah, that's, that's how you, this is like uh, something that pairs with it. It's like a. A wine with a, you know. Cheese. A cheese or. Are we the wine or the cheese? Uh, welcome to warm wear, warm wine. Warm wine. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wow. Warm wear, warm wear wine. Yes. Warm wine and the I went to cheese. a public high school, folks. I might have been in <laughs> boom, boom English. Boom, boom. Is that a term anymore for like the stupid kid class? Yeah, you're like, hey, you're culturally appropriating morons. You can't use that term anymore. I just heard that for the first time. Have you? you, What? Boom Boom wasn't a term used (laughs) for the lower level classes. Yeah, Boom Boom. Well, she went to private school. Yeah, there's no Boom Boom in private school. No, there's like your your ass is getting thrown out. Yeah. You're getting to talk and your parents go, uh, you know how much we spend every, you know. Us public school kids, there's boom boom. <laughs> yep. No one gives a fuck. Now, parents included. Where did the term boom boom oh, Casey's old roommate school used it. boom boom classes come from? I don't know. It's a great term. It is a great there term. Like, there was a guy I met from Buffalo. He's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. But he had another term they used in Buffalo. Yeah. What it was, was it? Do you remember what it was? No, but it was hysterical. <laughs> Uh, if a baby dies listening, um, you could go on the message board if you want to share your lower level classes. Yeah, that would be interesting. uh, Trouble. The stupid kids. The the stupid kid classes. What did you call the stupid kid classes? Yeah, yeah. We we don't care on this. Your entry level classes. Yeah, way entry level. So anyway, we don't care on this podcast. We can just say what we say. If you don't like it. Yeah, I think they were just called remedial. I don't remember. Oh, well, yeah. All right. Well, but what's what's like the slang I for, term? I forgot. Guys? You know what? You guys, we, actually, didn't, yeah, we didn't really care what class you were in. Grew up, you actually had good public education. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, your tax dollars did work there. So <laughs> maybe nowhere else. But hey, uh, Big Ed, welcome to the show. Hi, Big Ed. Thanks. Yeah. I, you know what? I'm just fired up my other computer my my all my all-in-one pc and there's no sound like there's not even like an icon you know how it shows the volume right so and this one has all the the tricks on it you know that anyway so other than that everything's pretty good 
Oh, good. I, I don't know where to start. You know, like, I can't even... Uh, I ain't gonna fuck with it now. Will you be able to do the rock and roll retrospective later? Of course. Excellent. We're we're looking forward. I just to don't it. have any. I just don't have any bongos or nothing. No oh, sound effects. I got you. Okay. Well, here. Uh, we'll help out. You know, on the bottom right, it shows you your uh, your internet connection. You know, and there's no volume. <laughs> well, we're debuting something tonight. We're gonna be like. Uh, uh, who did the, the, the no spin zone? Uh, and he came from uh, Inside Edition. Bill O'Reilly. Bill O'Reilly. Yeah, okay. we're going to kind of do it. Fuck it. We're going to do it live. Big Ed, I know you you know what I'm talking about, the Bill O'Reilly. Trying to read off the teleprompter. Yeah. Right? No? Bill O'Reilly? Yeah. Yeah. You ever hear that when Howard Stern would play that clip of him, like, freaking out? He's like, what's that on a teleprompter? What does that even mean? Oh, my. And he's like, we mean played out with, played off with Sting. And then he's just, like, at yelling least, about the at, at least he's aware of the teleprompter, like, what's on there. Not, okay, yeah, yeah, but then he's like, fuck it, I'm doing it live. Doing it yeah. live. <laughs> yeah. Guy's like, oh, okay. <laughs> he's like, and now a new song from Sting. We'll see you next Monday. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what a pro just to go from, like, Going batshit crazy, just having a meltdown. They're like, all right, we'll see you next week. Thank you for joining Inside Edition. Now here's Sting new song. Yeah. I don't know. He probably freaked out because it was Sting's solo stuff, which sucked. Like, get back with the police, dude. Make up with Stuart Copeland already. You know, speaking of the police, I saw a T-shirt that said fuck and it had a picture of the police on it. Oh. That's a great T-shirt. It's probably made by Stuart Copeland. Could have been. Yeah, uh, see? That's her. I got the soundboard going. So that's, big that's kind of like when you're at, at the grocery good. store and they're ringing you out. That's going that's to the checkout line. Hold on. Uh, and then, I think uh, I could do that one, though. So that's, that's, that's my a, Cracker Jacks. Okay. And oh, oh, my bag of Doritos. Oh, you got to have some salsa with it. I think it's more like a dying patient in the hospital. Oh, the queso. All right, now the total fifty five forty nine. <laughs> Not bad. Really and I had my rewards card too. Hey, if you could do that in succession, you could be a dump truck backing up, you know. <laughs> hey, um, I'm doing my construction worker bit. <laughs> it kills. It kills every time. Hey, have you been watching the uh, the Captain on ESPN? Their new docu series on. Uh, yes. Yeah. Tell us about it. <clears throat> it works. So good. I should have hit the just know when to take the high road. You know what I mean? He knew when, like, oh, no, I'm not going out tonight. Yeah, no, it's... uh, it's he's very intuitive. Yeah, he's a special kind of guy. You know, you yeah. can't really teach that. He's just got a good sensibility to him. But, at, you know... At the, at the age that he came, you know, came to, came to life, you know, he's very young. He was he on the right team. Yeah, you know there there were there were no egos on that team. Um, at least early on, you know those those teams. Yeah, they were a lot from of the like ninety five to just, like when they signed. You just obviously, didn't play into it. No, 
I mean, after the after the, after his first full season, he was like the leader. How do you do that I, at twenty four? You know, on a very veteran team. Oh sure, that was. And then the following year to win one hundred and fourteen games. Jesus Christ, the, he like he like almost peaked out his career on the second year with the Yankees. Yeah, like in his first five years, he won a rookie of the year and like three World Series, you know. Unheard of. Uh, I mean, it, it was, uh, uh, but I forgot about the whole GQ interview with A-Rod. What was it, an interview with Jeter and A-Rod? Um, I, I think Jeter might have been involved. There was doing, they were doing like a cover shoot for something and this guy's just doing these throwaway questions and A-Rod, I don't think is a self-aware guy. And he had just signed a monster contract at the time, a 10 year, $250 million contract, which sounds like peanuts in today's baseball. But I think that the was next huge. Guy, I think the next guy was making like 16, 17 million a year. Yeah. I mean, there was no one even making 20 million a year and mm-hmm. he started making 25 million. And he just started talking about Jeter, which are supposed to be friends. He's like, well, you know, Jeter's on a team. He doesn't have to do much. He doesn't have to lead. He could just do his own thing. He's like, I'm a leader. Oh, so shit talking began. But right before it, he was talking about how great he was. Yeah. I mean, it's it, it's amazing. And, and, and the reality of it, he was a bag of shit. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> but the guy falls into work. That's for sure. I mean, ESPN just can't wait just to give him a dump truck of money to give you absolutely – the biggest dog shit of baseball analysis I've ever seen in my life. I mean, I I feel like I take crazy pills when I look at baseball and how they review the ESPN's got a show. It's all betting lines. They wheel out some blonde and like a she, white type. Yeah. And she's telling you what she's recommending, what's going to happen in a game. This guy's going to home run and this and that. She don't know what plus 435 is. Turn off that fucking. She's not fucking Jimmy the Greek. She don't know how to set odds. It's ridiculous. Look. I'm not saying women don't know how to gamble. No, but you know what? Chris Berman left ESPN. (laughs) The integrity went with with them, you know. But like all they do, like you go to the game. At the game, they constantly remind you that you should be betting on the game. It's, well, that's the big thing anymore in all sports it, because sports betting is – It's insane. Uh, look, I'm not a prude. I don't care if you, you want to gamble, fine. I like it on the fringe of society because I want to f- – at least let's pretend there's some integrity in the event that we're watching. Right. And don't criticize me for watching fucking wrestling. Because this shit has more integrity than the fucking professional <laughs> sports we're watching right now. You know? Uh, Jesus. Anyway, so, yeah, the Jeter docuseries is pretty good. I think they're, they, they're up to four parts. And I think there's going to be seven, I think, total. So we're, we're you know, more than midway through it. So it's put well together. I mean, Jeter, I mean, it's just fascinating to, to get into his brain how he thinks. I mean... There's no question um, how successful he is. I mean, how he conducts himself is uh, – it's like a master class watching this. 
What's Jeter doing now? What's what's his post baseball life like? I I don't know what he's. Well, he he's spending a lot of time at home. You know, he's got a daughter and he's he's enjoying that. He was a little bit more involved with the Miami Marlins when they had originally got new ownership. He was part of that ownership group, but um, he kind of stepped out of that. He may have just. I think he sold his shares, but maybe he has them. But he took a backseat of being involved in any day-to-day operations. But, hey, maybe Miami doesn't want to fucking win. I, I don't know. I would say a guy with Jeter and his resume, I, I would kind of I think that's to, a guy you'd want to have. I, it, again, I take Steering fucking crazy ship. pills when it comes to watching baseball these days. I just don't understand. And I don't want to see the Baltimore Orioles ever again. <laughs> Like, if you're the Baltimore Orioles right now, why do you not have a poster with your four relief pitchers and call them the Young Guns and you put them in the Cowboy costumes? Yeah, like a, like a Western outfit. Yeah. yeah. Like. You have, like, four big dudes that throw, like, 98, and you don't know which way that ball's going. It's insane. Hmm. They're just – each guy they just wheel out of that bullpen just throws nastier than the next. <laughs> now, the Rays are the worst example because – they find a way to get shut out or no hit like several times and still find their ways in the postseason. It's an anomaly of baseball, but the Orioles are for real folks. Uh, they might just sneak into the wild card. I, I would not sleep on them. I mean, we've got a lot of baseball left, but I'm telling you, uh, we, we got a dog fight for the wild card. So, um, hmm. hmm. Oh, all right. NASCAR. Mm-hmm. A lot of stuff going on. Yep. Big Mike, please tell me what's going on. Big thing this week was uh, for the first, si- first time since 1960, the winner of a race was disqualified. Not only was the winner of the race disqualified, second place was disqualified. Both were in the same race team. So uh, Denny Hamlin won up in Pocono. Him and Kyle Busch were the class of the field. They they had the fastest race cars um, for the day. <laughs> Imagine that. Yeah. Um, so, and Denny Hamlin wins. Kyle Busch comes in second. Uh, Chase Elliott comes in third. Uh, end of the, you know, celebration, you know, Hamlin does burnout on the front stretch. His oldest daughter gets in the car with him. She's, like, very emotional. You know, as he's getting interviewed at at the start finish line, they go through the all the post race rigmarole. You know, victory lane, blah blah blah. Later that about two hours after the race, come to find out both Joe Gibbs cars were disqualified for a. It was worded a foreign material or a added material to the front fascia of the race car in an area where it should not have been. Hmm. So NASCAR with the new next generation race car, they've tra- they've really tightened down on the gray area. There's no gray area anymore. It's black or it's white. It passes inspection or it doesn't. So in post-race inspection, uh, what came out, they they all these race cars now, most of them, not all of them, they're wrapped with a vinyl, a vinyl wrap. They don't paint them anymore. So the right, the, right. the so Robert Duvall is not in a barn painting the car. Anymore. Correct. That's that's not happening. Talking to it, saying you're going to be fast this Sunday. You know, 
Cole, he doesn't say stuff like, Cole, you can do it. <laughs> so, but uh, there are teams that still paint race cars. Hendrick paints some of the race cars. Junior Motorsports paints their race cars. Anyhow, yeah, I digress. So they uh, on the post race inspection. Did they just uh, DQ or find the McDowell car too? Yeah, he didn't dis- get disqualified. He got fined a hundred thousand dollars. Wow, fined. Yeah, uh, he lost championship points, and he also lost. Uh, regular points and championship points. So wow. 100 points. That's huge. Yeah, 100 points, 100, you know, regular points. Did he win a race this year? He did. Okay. But geez, that just puts him in the rears. It just puts him further down the, the uh, pole. Yep. Probably McDowell won it. What race? No, you know what? McDowell did not win this year. Yeah, so he's, he's had some good that. runs. He's had yeah. some, no, no win, no win for McDowell. He's he's no. had some good runs. You're right. What am I thinking? No, no win. But that was found. So McDowell's car was a random car. He came in fifth Sunday. Um, NASCAR will take three race cars back to the R and D center for inspection. Right. First place, second place, random. Two randoms actually. So, anyways, at the racetrack post race inspection, they take the wrap off the race cars. What was found on both Denny Hamlin's car and Kyle Bush's car, there was tape on the fascia in front of the on the front wheel wells. Okay. Just in front of the wheel wells. So where the front bumper curves around. Okay. There was a two and a half inch by five inch piece of tape both sides of the race car in the same position on both race cars. So that has that's modifying What's the, that gonna do to help them? Well, aerodynamics that changes really? ever so slightly. It, it's twelve thousandths of an inch thick, but ever so slightly that that can change the aerodynamics on the race car and give the team an advantage. Oh. So, some a beat NASCAR beat reporter who has a relationship with another OEM in NASCAR. I read this during the week. Asked them, "Hey, is this is this is this valid? Will this tape give you any gain in aerodynamics?" And they're like, "Well, it can." It could. So NASCAR, the whole idea of it, that tape shouldn't be on the race car. It should just be the wrap. So NASCAR is in a place now, if you do anything, if there's a hair on the bumper, you're getting, you're, you're, you're going to get a fine, a minimum of a fine. What happened here, car one, that tape is not regulation. That tape shouldn't have been on the race car. So NASCAR threw the book at him, disqualified him. Last disqualification for a winner was 1960. That's wow. amazing. And they're not even appealing. I, I no, did Joe Gibbs Racing did not appeal. They had until Monday. No, they said right away. They were looking, I mean, they said it Sunday that they weren't going to appeal. No, they had until they had until Monday to to appeal, and they did not appeal on Monday. So Chase Elliott was awarded the win, and another first in NASCAR the first NASCAR winner who never led the lap during the race. That's always a weird stat. That's a weird stat. So that's like in baseball, having a no hitter and you lost the game because, you know, in the 10th inning, you walked in the run. Yeah. So Chase Elliott now has four wins on the season. He continues his March as the inevitable. I think he's going to end up as the, regular season champion, which awards him an additional 15 points going into the championship. We, we should be pretty close to the end, right? Four more races. Four more. 
This weekend is Indianapolis Road Course. Uh, yes. Which will be a companion race with IndyCar, which will be pretty interesting. Uh, I know someone that's going to be up there. That's pretty awesome. IndyCars run tomorrow. Indy runs. IndyCars run tomorrow. Uh, I believe the Xfinity cars run. I don't know if they run before or after the Indy cars, but they'll run to, tomorrow. Uh, trucks are running at Indianapolis Raceway Park tonight, which is a very storied venue. And then, of course, cup cars run the Indy Road Course on Sunday. Right. So big, big NASCAR news with disqualifications. That's huge news. Over tape. Joe Gibbs, man. That's uh, the coach. The coach. Old coach. Yeah. I think they need to go back and look at those Super Bowls. They might, they, there might be tape they, in the wrong place. Yes. So, but this just, I think this, a lot of this is NASCAR sending the, uh, sending the, sending the uh, message out to the other race teams. Don't fuck around. Don't fuck with these race cars. Uh, Michael McDowell's car, his uh, fine was due to an alteration of a body panel. NASCAR, I haven't seen uh, any anything above and beyond that. He His crew chief also is suspended for four races. Wow. So, but here's an interesting... Who does this lady's makeup? Is she letting her baby do her makeup again? Old Ronda, Ronda. This is Ronda Rousey, yeah. gang. Sorry, I didn't mean to. It's just, she's so distracting. So... Instead of finishing in first place, yes. uh, Denny Hamlin finishes 35th yep. and gets a whole two points for the day yep. rather than uh, the winner of 36 points. The second place, Kyle Busch gets a whole whopping one point for the day, finishing 36th. Wow. And, of course, the money loss. The difference between first place and thirty fifth place, ton of money. Ton of money. They they don't average most. I, very few races will they advertise the purse anymore, but I would venture to guess the winning that race paid over a million dollars, right? And finishing thirty fifth probably pays you fifty grand, somewhere in that neighborhood. That's my guess. I mean, that's I could be way off, but there's a big difference in sure in income. Well, who was that guy just now? That was Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle. Does he live here? I don't know where Kurt Angle lives. He's originally from Pennsylvania. He yeah. was an Olympian. Yeah. Then became a professional wrestler. You suck. Who is this guy you famous suck. at all? Uh, let's see. She's showing her phone. Uh, I don't know. It looks like a dude. Looks like a dude. Looks just like, like a another dude. Florida guy. I don't know. But look well, at the car. It's a Corvette. I thought maybe I found a famous person, and he happened to just like look at me. Maybe he's posing. It was kind of weird. Anyway, no, it's just it's the new Corvette. So he's just a Florida he's, dude that's doing Florida, all right for himself, or he made funny uh, money the old-fashioned way. And he inherited it. But right. you see the football team everywhere too. Sorry, folks. This no, is going to be I later. Well, he's got a Bucks shirt and a Bucks. Um, I, I mean, yeah, it's license plate. He's a fan. Yeah, he's a fan. Right. There's no one it's on the box wearing a, a box fucking license plate unless they're like Antonio Brown and a fucking lunatic. <laughs> um, Sorry, carry on. Thank you. So, 
I was thinking, Big Ed, uh, before Subway, I know he's going to be joining us shortly. Would you be open to playing in a game show? Big Ed? Yes. Yeah. Of course. Okay. Oh, okay, okay. The man. That's that was dramatic pause. Okay, so we yeah, have the mic was off. I'm, okay, I'm so doing, we we I'm, have I'm a game cash. show tonight, uh, and just you know, this is this is a, a trial run. This is the pilot episode. What's um, the name of our new game? show? Oh man! Well, hold on. Well, let's let's. Wow, we got a separate paper. Yeah. All right, hold on. I'm just gonna go. Um, old music. Let's see. I'm. Can, We'll go. Big Ed, can you hear the music? Or am I crazy? No, I, I hear can hear You can or cannot? Yeah. Can. No, I hear it. Okay. All right. All right. Welcome to Warm Beer to Cheap Seats. New game show before or ABBA. <laughs> I can't just eat cafeteria food. I fixed it. The... Object of before or ABBA is to decide whether that rock and roll band or artist made it to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame before or after ABBA. Wow! So welcome to before or ABBA. Our contestants we have today are Big Ed, that's hanging out at the Montecito, and we have Sweet Melissa, that's right here in our studio in Studio C. So I'm your game show host, Casey, and we got Big Mike here. He's going to keep score and let everyone know what they're going to win at the end. Now, the object is we're going to give you a couple questions, and the first one to three is going to win it all. So I'm kind of like the Kevin Eubanks, and you're like the Jay Leno. Something like that. (laughs) Uh, I'm a lot poorer to have a lot less cars. But apparently, more spare time than Jay. So I think this show will crush his. You'll bet your life. Um, we'll get maybe Baby Die next time. Next time, Baby Die, we're gonna get you in for before Abba or another game show. So, so Abba was inducted to the Rock Roll Hall of Fame. If anyone uh, didn't know, it was in 2010. Yeah, wow. 2010. 2010. Abba. Abba. Okay. So, Big Ed, we got. Alice Cooper, is that before or ABBA? Alice, Alice Cooper, before or after ABBA? That's close. I'm going to flip a coin and say after. Hold on. We got. I say before. Oh, hold on. Stand by. So he says after. Oh. <laughs> Stand by. Stand by. It's suspense. The suspense. Oh, You're correct. After. It was 2011. Those crazy wow. fucks waited another year. Alice Cooper, you yeah. suck. You went in after ABBA. <laughs> Did all that shit. Okay, so we got one point for Big One Ed. point for Big Ed. Sweet Melissa. Uh-huh. Uh, we got Electric Light Orchestra. Ooh, good band. Yeah. Jeff Lind. A lot of hits. They've been around for a long, long time. Are they before or ABBA? 
after. That's correct. Yay! ELO was elected to Hall of Fame in 2017. I mean, that's crazy though. So crazy. So crazy. Okay, all right. Big Ed. Uh let's see what we got. We'll get you a good one. We're gonna go with uh were the sex pistols before or ABBA? Um, no, no, no typing. No typing. You were caught. No, I, I think they didn't they just get in in the last three years. They were is they're that, pretty recent. Is that is that your we final answer? answer? Is that your final answer? Yeah, I'll go after. I think they just got in a lot of these, you know, jabroni bands. Uh oh. No, no, they were before two thousand six. Yeah, they don't make any fucking sense here, do they? <laughs> okay. So, uh, let's see. Sweet oh. Melissa. Was Donna Summer Ooh. before or ABBA? ABBA? Donna Summer. If you looked her up in the phone book, it would be Summer Donna. <laughs> after. She says after. After what? The... Wow, That's correct, Melissa. 2013, the queen of disco herself. Okay, so what's our score, Big Mike? Uh, it would be two for Sweet Melissa in the lead, one for Big Ed. No way. Okay. Big Ed was Metallica before or ABBA? Metallica. Oof. That's right on the cusp. I'm going to say after. Nah. Yeah, that's fine. Uh oh. Oh, actually, they oh, liked wait. metal that one time. They they <laughs> only just let them in in 2009. Yeah. Metallica. They were before. Wow. Sweet Melissa. Is Peter Gabriel before or ABBA? Peter Gabriel. Before. Incorrect. Oh. No, Peter Gabriel. Wait, what did you I, say? Before? Yeah, but I didn't even know he no. was. He was after. And then, dang it. 2014. Oh, boo. Okay. Can't win them all. Big Ed. Is Deep Purple before or ABBA? Oh, burn! I I didn't even know they got in. That's what I just. Said. I had to double check uh, myself. Uh, I I would say it have to be have to be after because they're just starting to let in these metal acts. After Ava. You are correct, sir. Casey, this ties it up. It's two two. Big Ed and Sweet yeah. Melissa. Two two. Two two. Don't mess with my tutu. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Deep Purple was elected in 2016. Huh. Sweet Melissa was uh, Steve Miller. Um, you might not recognize him. He was in a group called the Steve Miller Band. <laughs> in case you didn't know. Steve Miller, is he before or ABBA? Steve Miller. 
This is rough. That's what she said. What? <laughs> to the cacti. Wow. Whoa. Wow. That would make it rough. Yeah. It <laughs> I'm gonna say after. Yeah. You're correct. We got a winner. Steve Miller was ABBA. 2016. They waited to get Steve Miller that only had 35 fucking hits. Uh, After ABBA. After ABBA. Fucking ABBA. With Deep Purple. (laughs) With Deep Purple, right. They're like, check out this shit. We got beat out by a bunch of Swedes. Uh, Big Mike. Tell Sweet Melissa what she's won. Sweet Melissa, what you won is an all-expense trip to... Studio D. Studio... No, not to Studio D. To South St. Pete. Stay at the... Yeah, all right. One uh, five-night stay in the Notel Motel. (laughs) (laughs) And not only that, a slightly used toilet brush. Yummy. Mm, slightly used. And a one-year, one-year subscription to Prune of the Month. Oh, that's good. Wow. You get one prune every month. A different prune. A different prune from all over the world. Congratulations, sweet Melissa. Yay. Thank you Yay. for playing. Yeah. Yay. All right. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, everyone. Thank you for joining our game show. Before or ABBA. Hopefully, we'll never see you again. All right. Now back to your regular scheduled programming. Interesting last night. Wow. Very good show. Wow. That's exciting. Yeah. I this... think that totally beat the other one we were talking about. Oh, um, how big is their penis? Yeah. yeah. I think uh, that, that was much more engaging. <laughs> wow. Uh, Where would you get that penis are you information? Penis? I don't take you. I, I think you look at someone on TV and you guess how big's their penis. Yes, but how do you know how big their penis is? I uh, Twitter. You just Twitter. Direct, you got to direct size? message them. Yeah. Hey, yes. you how slide into their DMs. <laughs> Good choice. I'm glad we didn't play. How big's their penis? Yeah, uh-huh. you know that would have been a little weird, slightly weird. It weird. I I think uh, before ABBA is a little bit. More oh, that was amazing, ABBA. They did, you know, <laughs> I, I hated ABBA as a kid. My sister listened to a lot of ABBA. Oh, yeah. But now Ch- chicks ABBA. always do. Yeah. But now it's kind of nostalgic if I hear, you know. Take a chance on me. Yeah. But like they're, they have that like, you know, dancing queen and girls dancing like, queen. I this song. And they like start fucking dancing. And you're like, oh, God, take me now. How, how come their English was so good when they sang? Yeah. Same with Sir Elton. What 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 is it with singing? I don't know. Your English know. improves. Even, it, like the British people, they lose their accent. They lose their you accent. Can understand what the yeah. fuck they're saying finally. Like, can you just sing to me? What they, are you trying to tell me? Yeah. <laughs> Instead of just speaking to me with your brogue. Yeah. We Where just, does the accent go? I don't know. Maybe they're all like you know faking it, like Madonna, or like Maybe Millie Vanilli. They don't have. Hey, you know, Millie, someone had a meme like Millie Vanilli must be pissed that people on TikTok are getting famous for lip syncing. Yeah, it must be. <laughs> I like Millie Vanilli myself. Yeah. I liked Vanilli. Millie was a fucking wanker. 
wanker. One of them's British. dead. So. You just became British. Yeah. That's that right. is very that is very great. Um yes, there is one dead Vanilli. Yeah. That was which one was Mel well that was uh Rob. Rob and what's the other guy's name? It, well, would that change the name? I cause I think Millie Vanilli is like the plural tense of the two guys. Yeah. Oh boy. Where are we going with this? <laughs> I think it's Millis Vanillas. Millis Vanillas. I believe. I, like, now you don't... know it's true. <laughs> Our name is Rob and Millis Vanillas from Rubbers. Rob and Fab. Rob and Fab. Oh, yeah. Rob and Fab. Yeah. It was uh, Rob who's passed away. Rest yeah. in peace, Rob. He was. <laughs> Rest in peace. <laughs> We're having a lot of problems today. Dude, he's problems. been dead for a while. Yeah. Well, I remember the very first um, <laughs> VH1 behind the music was Millie Vanilli. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was early on. That was her first episode that they aired. Oh, that was the first That one. was the first episode they aired. I, I got hooked on. Wow. Um, of what show? Behind, VH1 behind the music. All right, now hold on. I'm just going back to our, our stat sheet. For those gambling at home that had placed a 16 to 1 odds, that weird mention VH1's behind the music two weeks in a row. You just you just won sixteen. Should to I one. tell them what they won? Big Mike, <laughs> tell them what they've won. They won a brand new soggy Twinkie. Oh, <laughs> it, it it don't mind the sogginess. It's still delicious and sealed, and it still paid sixteen <laughs> or plus four thirty five. God bless God you. Bless you. Thanks. God bless you. <laughs> Fucking a. Fucking a, fucking. That's a, your dude. soggy Twinkie right there. Yep, there, there it is. is. Here, you, you get a, you get a real soggy Twinkie. Here you go. I think Subway's uh, waiting on the, waiting on the wings to jump in. Is Yo. that the Subway whistle? Oh, there hey, he is. Hi, Subway. Subway. Hey, welcome back to the show. Hey, Hi, Subway. Subway, hey. what's going on, buddy? Uh, uh, good. Um, good. Um. Yeah, Mercedes is a little pissed at me um, for my uh, things I've said last week. Uh, she didn't want me. Um, she know she didn't. She yeah. She didn't want me uh, saying what we did uh, or what we do um, in bed. So uh... we don't. All, eat. all right. Well, hold on. Take a breath. You're getting you're getting a little excited. <laughs> I, I... And keep your hands where we can see them. I, I know. Listen, I got I got a certain little girl. She she's on my mind. No doubt about it. She she looks so fine. She she's the best girl that I've, that I've ever had. Sometimes she's gonna make me feel so bad. Huh. Aww. Nice. That's uh very 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 poetic of you to say. Y- yeah. Uh. Oh man. Um. Th- yeah. Yeah. Great song, Larry. Good job. Yeah, but she she doesn't want me to know that I want her taco in bed, so it's... Uh, what? She, she doesn't want me to tell you guys. <laughs> well, it sounds like, you know, you, you got a lot of feelings going on there. Yeah. I, 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 yeah, I do. do yeah, you, what do they call those? Do you want to expound on that? Uh, I mean, if you want me to, I mean, uh, you know what? Sure. Why, why the hell not? All right. Uh, it, it feel it coming. It, it's knocking at, at the back door. It, you know, it's it's no good running. It, it's not against the law with Mercedes. All right, I. Oh, okay. It just 
see, I, I, I told her this. I, I told her. Oh, this. I get it. It's not the kill. It's the thrill of the chase. See it coming. Oh yeah, coming from your back door. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's reading off a lyric sheet. Good job, buddy. What? What do you? What? He's, he's reading Deep Purple lyrics. He's not, <laughs> knocking at your back door. Sweet Lucy about? was a dancer, but none of us would chance her. Because he's to get around. What are you talking about? I, I don't. I don't listen to Deep Purple. Yeah, I mean he's too it, young it, for that. I, I'm, yeah. I listen. I, I I'm, fu- listen. I'm fucking retarded. I don't know. <laughs> hey, we don't say the f word. Yeah. 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 You retard. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but yeah, she she doesn't want me mentioning anything that we do. Um, if she does, she's probably gonna slap me like Will Smith. But uh, we we uh we won't get into that. Um. Yeah. Oh, anyways, uh, apologize, uh, Mercedes, uh, for revealing what we do. Um. Don't cry, pal. You're getting me started. At least it's the Subway Slam, all right? Uh, at least it's the Subway Slam with you, all right? It could be thankful it's not, not anyone stupid like Ron Jeremy. Oh, my. Oh, yeah. Well. <laughs> and it's like, what, what was it? Nine and, and three-quarter penis? Oh, something like that. Well... Yeah, in- he could have been brought up for the other game show, but you know, yeah, well, we tried yeah, not well, to. All you gotta do is just look it up; like it, it just shows it right there. Hmm. I don't know if I want to look that up. Good thing yeah. we got the internet. Yeah, yeah. Well, sweet Lucy <laughs> was a dancer. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Well, you you know what? My main thing is whenever I'm with Mercedes, I am thinking positive. I am being positive. Oh. Funny you should say that. Yeah. And and the first thing I my first date I did with Mercedes is you know what? I got her a ticket to Monday Night Raw so she could watch the Subway Slam kick ass. Oh yeah, how did how did uh Raw go? Um, You're our uh our our delegate. We were looking for you to see if we were gonna catch you on camera. Yeah, uh I was backstage. Oh, Hmm. So uh, me and the ultra masculine gentleman were backstage, and uh, unfortunately we ran we we ran some peep to uh, some uh, big guy. His name is like Kevin Owens, and um, wow, he uh, he uh, confronted us, um, and he ended up giving the ultra masculine gentleman a stunner, and uh, unfortunately the ultra masculine gentleman is not looking too good. And uh, I don't know when he'll be back. Um, so I decided uh, after Seth Rollins stomp, curb stomped uh, Riddle, um, might as well go out there and face off Kevin Owens. <laughs> Mercedes. <laughs> Is that your mother laughing? Is that the ultimate tyrant <laughs> laughing in the background? I, I think it is. I think it is. Hmm. <laughs> Mercedes. That's, po- that's positively funny. 
yeah, and it, and I and I feel positively sexy with Mercedes. Yeah, knocking oh at your back door. <laughs> oh, oh shit! I think she's dying. It's not against the law. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think I, I think my mother is dying. You know what? I, I don't care what what she she does. Just so, so as long as it, as it ain't me or or uh, and Mercedes. <laughs> With my wee wee, <laughs> I play my wee wee with Mercedes. I wish we can like you know cut like these audio clips because uh, uh, for, unfortunately you'd be in so that, much uh, trouble. Yeah, uh, you can. You know, you can do, hey, we'd have these drops. I'm saying wee wee all the time. Hey, you can use that special. Yeah. Hey, you see, you, you should stand out in front of his school. The, yeah, you should use that uh, uh, effect with the uh, what, what's it called with the the cashier go the one that you use like in the beginning of the show. You could use that as like a like a bleeping. Hey, I don't think that's what they were talking about. Hey, hey Big Ed, we could go in front of a school like John Cusack and sing anything with a boombox. Yeah, well, and oh, I I like, it's just endless clips of saying I touch my wee wee, <laughs> and I can hum a few bars of this. Hey, you know what? That'd be sick. I would love that actually. I will pay you guys. My entire salary for you guys to do that. All of it? Hmm. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty strong. Fourteen dollars? You know I'm yeah. Kevin Owens. <laughs> yeah. I I I beat I beat Kevin Owens because you know why? Why? Because number one, you don't mess with the ultra masculine gentleman or the subway slam. And number number two, he also says some stuff about Mercedes, which I got I a number appreciate. two coming up. <laughs> And number three, yeah. I got a big wee wee bigger than his. Oh no! Oh, oh, wow. <laughs> oh boy! I would have told bigger, him. I got a bigger wee wee than his uh... Canadian ass. Oh boy! I would have been like, no one tells me when to take a number two. Yeah, and you know what? I got an idea. Now that Riddle is not going to be a right slam, how about I face off Seth Rollins? I'm for it. Wait, Riddle's not going to get. Uh, they just announced, I think, yesterday they called off the match. Uh, yeah, because uh, Riddle got, got stomped. I yeah, he's got a neck injury or something like that, so they're... Yeah, it, hey, you know what? And I was actually witness it, front row. Um, that, that sucked. I uh, feel bad for him. He looked really bad. Unfortunately uh, for uh, fortunately for Riddle, he's not actually hurt. I was kind of... I'm bummed because uh, that was the match I was definitely looking forward to. Wait, uh, he's not really hurt? No, they're saving that match for a clash at the castle. Oh yeah, I think that's next month. Yeah, so I, you know what, have stuff either because I, I really want to see Seth Rollins be in SummerSlam. Have him face off AJ Styles. Yeah, uh, it would be a good match. I mean, It'd be a good AJ match, never but... a, AJ will make someone look good in the ring. You know, they're both yeah, technically good. good wrestlers. Yeah. Hmm. But uh. Yeah, you know what? Uh, I uh, Mercedes had a great time at Raw. She had a great time seeing me. Um, let's just say uh, I don't want to say what uh, what she did after I beat Kevin Owens. Um, oh, God. oh boy. I, I I won't explain. Um, Good, thanks. Appreciate it. She touches me. Uh, oh. I want to hear that. <laughs> I want I want to imagine that. Yeah, don't don't worry, don't worry. I have like. I have taco every day, so. Oh God! 
Oh my god! It's, it's a new thing. I, I I eat tacos every day, so uh, if you oh, is that because I made tacos at one time? <laughs> tacos are good. Hey, yeah. Um. Um. You know they are addictive. Good? Yeah. I, yeah, they are addictive. I have a good little recipe. Yeah. I yeah. I know it is. Uh, good brown that ground I, I, beef. Pretty good. Gotta yeah. brown it. Yep. Yeah. And then season it. Season. You know. <laughs> Yeah, um, gotta have fresh veggies. You know, you gotta have the the accoutrements. Yes, cheese. Hey, but you know what? Who doesn't Avocado. love tacos? Uh, Casey likes tacos. I bet. Uh, sure. Um, I I think every every I I I cannot name. I mean, they named a Tuesday tacos. dedicated to tacos. Tuesdays are dedicated to tacos. Yeah, Soft yeah. tacos or hard tacos? Uh, you, it know, depends, but you know what? I like a good old fashioned hard taco. Me too. I'm a, I'm a hard taco yeah, guy. I like I, the, I like, the crunch. I like and... hard. I like hard and wet tacos. Oh my! So I don't like a messy taco. I don't. I, I don't want. I don't want taco <laughs> juice running down my arm. Oh my I, God. I... <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Subway, what the hell's gotten into you, Subway? Yeah. Well, welcome. Hey, welcome to TV14. This is X. Wait, R. Oh, we're TV fourteen. That's oh, good because well, this is a podcast. We're rated R, and uh, you know people were curious on what our TV rating was. Uh, I, this I has been like, brought to you like by the letter tacos. T. I just want to dance. Yeah, I oh, like oh, tacos too. It could be PC fourteen. Get it? Taco. Yeah. Subway. Yeah. What's gotten into you, son? Um. You, you, what do you what do you want me to do in Mercedes? Like, do you want me to get get, <laughs> get like what, what do you want me to do in Mercedes? Like, uh, get her out of my dreams and into your car. Get out of my car. Get yeah. out of my dreams. Get into my car. Yeah. Yeah. Is that is that what it is? Is, is do do I have to do that? That that was a song by one of the oceans. Yeah, Billy. Oh yeah, yeah. The yes, the one Billy that Ocean. Billy. Not to be confused with the Atlantic or the Pacific. <laughs> Or the, or Indian, the Indian, or, or the Arctic, or the Arctic. Yeah. It's it's Billy, Billy. No, Antarctic. Yes. Oh boy, good old Billy Ocean. <laughs> Get out of my dreams. When the going gets tough. <laughs> no, that that music video with Michael Douglas, Danny DeVito, and Kathleen Turner. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a good song. So is this one. Yes, sir. I can't I wait to watch the Tonys next year, and uh, yeah, you're, you're performing that. I'm watching a preview of it right now. First rows, Neil NPH, right there. Wow, it'll yeah, be like the Little like... Rascals episode with tomatoes and lettuce flying at them. <laughs> hey, I might have to change up the. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm the barber list. of Seville. <laughs> <laughs> Where's that alpha? Figaro. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> I was yeah. thinking of the little rascals early today. It's a fine program. Yeah, when I when I hear this song, I think of the Little Rascals. Oh, thank you very much. It's I like really the modern day alfalfa. Uh, oh, he is our modern day alfalfa. No, no, no. It's, it's no, subfalfa. Because guess what? Guess what? Alfalfa never chomped on Darla's tacos. He tried. You to don't know this. You're making assumptions. All right, all right. Listen. What, First what off, about you're talking Petey. about children. 
<laughs> Maybe he was after Petey. Yeah. Oh, oh shoot! Yeah, what, what if? Is that the dog? Uh, that's the dog. No, that that's, was the dog. That's, that's, that's weird. Yeah, that's just wee wee. Child <laughs> actors are the worst. Yeah, literally. Oh, go, go ask Shia. Go ask Shia LaBeouf. Yep. Oh look, uh, the fiend's in the second row. Uh oh. Yeah, he's like out of work, so he's just no. They just kicked the ref. They did that last week. Oh, they kicked him last week. Or maybe it was Monday. Uh, they're in big trouble now. Oh boy! Oh, uh, Seamus, uh, Seamus's boys. No, no, no. They're, they're uh, the bloodline. The Usos just kicked their ass. Yeah, kicked Jeff Jarrett. You know, J E double F. Hey, tomorrow night's event is that going to be on like Peacock? Correct. Yes. Yeah. So okay. you go on Peacock and you go into. Yes. Okay. So you know you can. I'm gonna watch it. And yeah, you can text Seth Rollins' ass. We're gonna we're gonna be getting some wings and pizza and uh good wrestling food. Yes. Wings and wings and pizza. Uh, uh what what do you mean what, what what's no the abbreviation? What, what's the abbreviation for uh, wings and pizza? Uh WNT WAP, WAP I get it. Oh <laughs> <laughs> He's like turning into like a little Lex Luthor. Of, <laughs> I don't get it. Like he's like an evil comedy genius. It's yeah. a gross song that. I yeah, don't... I don't think you. I don't think you had a guy that did this. I can't. Oh, is that Megan the Stallion you're playing? <laughs> hey, hey, maybe uh, tomorrow. Thank you for the idea. I I think me and Mercedes are gonna have some wings and pizza. all right that was pretty good (laughs) subway yeah what's up what's wrong with you you gotta tell the ultimate cat one time you're gonna be home but but probably by nine you better start early subway we're 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 gotta tuck them in brown but some but some stupid with a with a flare gun, burn the place to the ground. What? Huh? <laughs> Wait, huh? But that's how I feel. No, that's that's all right. I feel great. I feel positive. I'm positive. I've been positive for a while. I've been positive more for tacos a good while. for you. Yeah. What no. are you talking about? Yeah, you, All right. I, I... You feel great. Ah, I feel great. Ha, 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 ha. Well, <laughs> that's for you, Subway. See right. your audience. No problem. Glad they love so, me. Subway. Yeah. We're we're we are going to move to. Uh, I want you to hang out for a minute. We Absolutely. we got the big the big part of the show. The highlight of every show, everyone's waiting on to this point. Big Big Ed's Rock and Roll roll Retrospective. Take it away, Big Ed. Thanks, guys. This will round out. Oh, no, we have one more of the Savannah collection after this. This one is Deep Purple Burn, 1974. Burn is the eighth studio album by the English rock band Deep Purple. 
released in February of 1974 and the first to feature then unknown David Coverdale on vocals and Glenn Hughes from Trapeze on bass and vocals. The album was recorded in Montreux, Switzerland on, in November 1973 uh, on the Rolling Stones mobile studio. With the addition of Coverdale and Hughes, Purple's hard rock sound became more boogie orientated kind of incorporating the elements of soul and funk, which became much more prominent in the follow-up album, Stormbringer. Burn hit number three on the UK album charts, was number nine on the US Billboard 200, number one in four European countries, and went gold in the UK, US, and four European countries. Uh, the release date is 15th uh, February 1974, recorded November 1973. The length is 41 minutes, 37 seconds. The producer, Deep Purple. Deep Purple are Richie Blackmore, lead guitar, David Coverdale, vocals, Glenn Hughes, bass guitar, vocals, John Lord, keyboard synthesizer, and Ian Pace on drums. There are eight tracks, Burn, Might Just Take Your Life, Lay Down, Stay Down, Sail Away, You Fool No One, What Goes On and What's Going On Here is treated in A200. <clears throat> Burn was very well received during its release in 1974. Pretty hard to believe it was their eighth studio album at this point and still putting out fresh and tasty music. The album opener, Burn, is probably one of the best opener to date, maybe second to Highway Star. A nice opening riff with Ian Pace on drums given to Kit Held with the Fast and Furious fill. Hughes on vocals, and it came to show that Ian Gillum is the only guy who can front this band. Might just take your life. No mistake in John Lord on keyboards and plays it like Blackmore does on guitar. Coverdale and Hughes harmonize and trade vocals on this also. Lay down, stay down. You can hear the Coverdale signature sound in the beginning of this one. And Ian Pace really steps up the drumming. Very underrated drummer. It really shows his chops. And this shows the funk, of course, Blackmore with his signature solo. No mistake in who that is on guitar. Sail Away starts out with Blackmore, heavy power chord, and Coverdale with his baritone chant, and Hughes follows up an octave higher, really puts his song as one of my favorites. This will leave you with no doubt that this is a Deep Purple song. You Fool No One, another funk-type song with Hughes and Coverdale harmonizing and Hughes shrieking the chorus. You can really hear the bass of Hughes getting the job done. He's no slouch on bass, and you get classic Blackmore, too. What's going on here? At first listen, I thought this was just a filler song, but upon further listen, this song is a group effort. Blackmore's calculated riffs, Lord's keyboards bouncing into huge steady bass line really keeps this going. This one will grow and you'll insole your hair. Mistreated, a slow-tempoed song with pace keeping the pace and Coverdale letting his voice do its thing by showing its versatility on its inflections. What a great way to break into rock and roll and Blackmore does not let you down as well. Nor does John Lord with his Floyd-like keyboard reminiscence of echoes. Nice touch, fellas. A200 is the closing. It sounds like an experimental sound, but as it progresses, you can hear that it's not just a, it is not just but a serious jam for Blackmore to show off his guitar prowess. And Ian Pace kind of doing the same thing with splashes of John Lord laying it down. This is definitely music to grow your hair by. A great album and took me by surprise, as well as enlighten me that this was Coverdale's first rookie endeavor and he fucking nails it. 
Glenn Hughes is a beast on vocals and bass and understand why he lasted this long in rock and roll. I give this four Montecitos and the Duke Boy of Nesquad blasted through a fence listening to this so you know it's good. If he's going to risk a scratch on the old general, hold your beers, fellas, because here we go. I'm Big Ed. Listen and enjoy. All right, that was that was excellent. Um, yeah, we again. That was a we, fun one for me. Well, we we done our homework. We we definitely listened to this a while. So yes, we did. Deep Purple is always a band. No matter what album I always listen to, I'm always amazed by. I'm like, why are they not bigger than they are? I mean. In '74, this is their eighth studio album, and I mean, they went a long mm. way. They they kept just putting out new material, yeah. and it, they, they and each album was so different. It wasn't like the same. You have bands that are like they'll put out albums, and you're like, it's the fucking same album. You know, they they have a sound, but Deep Purple has a an, an ever changing sound. I mean, but granted, still they keep it to the roots. If, if that makes any sense. Yeah, they keep to the roots. I mean, obviously you had some lineup changes, so you get different influences and, you know, that, that might affect it. Did I catch a Trip Fink reference, by the way, in there? Or am I crazy? I did. Okay, all right, good. All right, uh, so those playing um, uh, podcast bingo at home and we're looking for the Trip Fink reference, it was in there. You, you got it. You won your your bingo card so you know make sure you email that bingo card use your daughter that's right and send it to uh you know scan it and send it to the show at warmbeerandcheapseats.com there you go and if they wanted to read us reach us on the twitter machine at beer seats there you go um i i like this album a lot i always it's like a great album out. yeah it's a great album i i like this lineup uh, I don't know. They each lineup was a little different, but I enjoy this album. I, I listened to the follow up Stormbringer today while I was at work doing my yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. my uh, review for next week. You know, uh, excellent album. And then there's a live version on YouTube, both the, with this with that with this lineup. Oh yeah, uh, I think they had a. Is that the, I was wrong. Yeah. And, and you know what? You can't tell any of them apart. <laughs> Their hair is exactly the same. Coverdale, Pace, uh, Hughes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Black, but Blackmore you can tell because his hair is black. Yeah. Tell you what, Blackmore was really an underrated guy. I mean, he had such a sound. He just kind of faded into obscurity and did this whole medieval thing. Yeah, he's... He, I heard Strange he's character. Diff, yeah, I, I heard he's very, very difficult to work with at times because if he's set on something, that, that's just... You know, it's got to be done his way. Hence the lineup changes. Yeah. But John Lord is so good that people are listening. like, wow, listening to guitar. I'm like, no, that's John Lord on keyboards. Yeah. He, he was just... So good on keyboards, you think you're listening to a guitar solo, and and to Richie's credit, he would just go back and just play rhythm, and let John play lead with. Oh the yeah, well, there's a lot of that in this album, and he's you know, like it, the Rick Wright of heavy metal. You know. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no doubt. I mean, John Lord, I think is, 
Um, I mean, what, one of my favorite keyboardists in, in rock, uh, without a doubt. Um, I mean, when so, he plays it, I got to see him live back, I don't know, 08, somewhere. I mean, it was, uh, now nah, maybe before that, because I was still in Cleveland. I flew into, that's when we could, I could fly into Cleveland from, uh, I'd fly into LaGuardia, not LaGuardia, to, uh, Jesus Christ, into MacArthur from, from Cleveland on a, uh, on a 135. Right. And it was like uh, Joe Satriani, Thin Lizzy, Deep Purple, I think was the card. Oh, that would be fun. Yeah. That was a good show. Was Satriani yeah. the guy that was on um, uh, David Lee Roth's like, first solo? Could be. He did uh, Satriani, I think he did with uh, Sammy Hagar and, you know, before the circle, the, I think Chickenfoot. Oh, Chickenfoot. Yeah, I want to say Satriani. That's where like he broke out was with the, uh, you know, with the um, Yankee Rose. That whole album, which is a, a weird rock album, you're know, like Jesus, like David Lee Roth, so bizarre. He's like talking to. Yeah, he did a song. He's got a song out. It's kind of a rip on Van Halen. It's a Literally, rip or a tribute? N- no, it's a lyrical rip. You know, like the lyrics are. I, I, I Diane was telling. Uh, right. Diane was telling. I, I had read something and then she had solidified it by because she said she had heard it. I haven't heard. It. I, I did see that he's got something out there. I mean, I don't know what he sounds like these days. You know, I heard his voice is. You know, not not as good, but I, I don't know. I think the way he sings, it's hard to. If you don't take care of yourself, um, yeah, you know, right. Well, right. <laughs> well, that, that, well, I mean, I think actually David Roth does try to take care of his body. I mean, Vince Neil just fucking just puts on a hundred pounds and, uh, you know, lives a very unhealthy lifestyle. Well, he does make tequila, you know, Vince Neil does, doesn't he? Uh, no, Sammy Hagar did. Oh, Sammy, Sammy Hagar. Hagar. Yeah. So the story is, he told these guys, "Look, I got an idea. Uh, you know, I want to open a restaurant, and we're going to make our own tequila." And they're like, "Fuck you! That's dumb. You lose money. We're not going to do it." Uh, he started a thing called Cabo Wabo, bought a resort, and made like a fucking billion dollars. Sammy Hagar may be the smartest businessman to ever do rock and roll. Hmm. It's like also they, like they handed him a check for eighty million dollars for the just for the tequila alone. Yeah. Mm. No, I think it was more than that. That was just for the Cabo Wabo tequila. It had nothing no. to do with the club. Yeah. He he took Van Halen out of obscurity financially. He looked at their their contracts and said, uh, "No way." Well, he he was pretty loaded. Like he was a really smart guy like with his money like he he was very well off uh when he joined van halen yes he's the one that set them structured them their contracts so they would make money yeah because he wasn't going to go into the poorhouse no no he was in pretty good shape when he got there because he had done montrose and then his solo stuff yeah he did pretty good solo career he had already had 20 years under his belt before he got involved with Van Halen. You know, I got to look it up. I th- 
I think uh, I don't think he's actually. I got to look at the. Uh, I have to look back. Actually, he's he's in. Oh, you know what? Hold on. I'll, I'll tell you right now. He's in his seventies. He's no kid. No, no, he's seventies. He sounds great. I mean, his voice, and he's got a voice like you gotta really get after it. Uh, Van Halen is before, mm-hmm. not Abba. Mm-hmm. So he's in under Van Halen. There's some people in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And I'm like, all right, that's a good song, but I'm like, really? That you're in a Hall of Fame for that? Oh yeah, just ask the uh, Rhythmics. Yeah, or Loving Spoonful. I'm like, all right, so you had a fucking hit in like fucking '66, but really? Well, then put in fucking Rockwell because he had a hit in fucking '83. Or the guy that did Rock Me Amadeus. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I mean, Falco. yeah, Falco. Falco. Yeah, I remember that. Remember when that song was popular? Rock me, Amadeus. Rock me, Amadeus. Amadeus, 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 Amadeus. Oh, the guy. Uh... <laughs> there should be a one-hit wonder. Oh, oh man. How about oh, that, that song that says Shaka Khan? Uh, who's saying it? Oh yeah, Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan. It is yeah. Shaka Khan. They talked about a one-hit wonder last night on the. There the, should be a one-hit wonder Hall of Fame. Oh man, that would be a good. Well, that it should be, be a one-hit a, a one-hit Hall of Fame should be like a shitter, an old shitter, like in from the on the outside. Mm-hmm. No, no. Oh, not yeah. a one-hitter, right in front. A one, a one shitter. No, a one not a one-hitter. Yeah. One hit no. wonder. Oh, okay. A one shitter. We need a Hall of Fame down here. The Baja Maybe this is where they. The... Like <laughs> oh, yeah. Maybe that's where the Hall of Fame in, can in be. You know what we could do? We could open our own Hall <laughs> of Fame. Not necessarily in our studio, but in, 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 in Tampa, we don't have a. We can have the one hit wonder Hall of Fame. Well, I mean, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, Jan Werner of Rolling Stone started it. That, this is his thing. And oh, by the way, if you're wondering at home, he put himself in his own fucking Hall of Fame. That's kind of shitty. Yeah. Yeah, huh. you because know, they're rock journalism. Like, fuck you. Cream was a way better, more interesting rock magazine. Mm. You know, uh, you they would have been nothing if they didn't put up with the bullshit of Hunter S. Thompson. Because that was the only thing that was possibly compelling of Rolling Stone was maybe an article of uh, some gonzo journalism of yeah. the great doctor... Late doctor, Hunter S. Thompson. What was the book? Well, he Fear and Loathing in Las Fear Vegas. Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, yes. which became a movie. Yes. Uh, he wrote... Uh, it, he, wrote he, does, he has Scribble a... Tr- well, he, 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 follow, he, he a, followed the Hells Angels. He ah, wrote a book about this. That'd be pretty cool. Dude, he's insane. He got beat an inch to his life. By the angels? Oh, he sure did. They just, just fucking... Uh, I think the Oakland chapter, which was the one that was always... I think that was the one that was at the uh, that the security at the uh, the infamous Altamont concert for the Rolling yeah. Stones, where you know they stabbed a bunch of guys. Well, you know, speaking of that, this could be maybe Your security. A- by the way, uh, murdering people. What's his name? Oh. Uh, the guy from uh, Unsolved Mysteries. No, Did no, that no. narrow it down? No, no, no. okay. <laughs> um, from uh, the Angels, what the one of the the founder of the Oakland chapter? Oh, he just passed he away. Just passed away. Just passed away. 
uh, what's his name? Uh, Shit, I read like yeah, three he's, articles. He's a pretty, he's it. a pretty yeah. infamous guy. Yeah, I mean, he he did some hard time, and I'm man, you can only imagine the shit that guy saw. That might be a little research for the next show. It would be interesting. Scary. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, we can we can More talk cowboy. that as long as we don't get in there. We don't need to be on our list, but I don't think they listen to podcasts. I'm just I don't kidding. know. I don't, I don't think the angels care if you talk about them. Yeah. It's not like we're joining the angels. Huh. Just don't put your address on air. Yeah. I knew you were going to. I mean, there's, I don't think they have a chapter down here. Do you think they're fans of the Anaheim angels? <laughs> Could be if they, if they, Good they should. Yeah. Or it would give them a little outfield. Oh yeah, I mean, it would, give, it would give the Angels finally a little street cred. Mike the, the big one down here is the Outlaws. Is the is the club down here that's it sure is prominent, which well, are the 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 arch enemy of the Hell's Angels. Well, I, the I, Outlaws. It, yes. Uh, well, I believe a lot of the chapters of the. Uh, Hell's Angels in the 80s were broken up by the FBI in Florida. Not doing legal shit. Yes. It wasn't just about Correct. brotherhood. Yeah, when the, when the FBI's... It's not just about it's, brotherhood and ro- riding motorcycles. Yeah, social gathering. Yeah, yeah you, see a lot a of, social you see a lot of outlaws out here. Actually, where I live, there's a, a very prominent chapter. So not have, far from you. And um, uh, what's it called? Uh, not Green Lake. What's it called? What's, well, well, I in, in NPR they're they're out around that area. Oh, you're like Crystal River or not Crystal Wiki River. Watchy. What's um, I know, but Hudson? I saying it. I don't want to be explained. No, but so you've seen but, but they're Oh yeah, for sure. There was a shooting a while ago between. I don't know what their rival out here is Warlock or whatever. Um, Sunny Bargers. Oh yeah, Sunny Barger. Who we yeah. would try and think of? Um, oh, warlocks. No. I don't know if there are there warlocks down here. There, you got a warlocks. You got the pagans. Pagans are more northeast, but I think there are some pagans down here. I was at a swap meet and I saw some um, outlaws. Oh yeah, talking to a guy. Uh, one of my former They're like nice tea set. Yeah. Like, well, well, it's pretty heavy. Like, well, <laughs> these guys really know their collectibles. It was an automotive. How about Barbie? It was an automotive and motorcycle swap meet. Oh not, yeah, yeah. Not, not yeah, I could, I could, I could see that. Yeah, and they yeah. were talking to a guy who was a former pagan. Mm-hmm. That I, I, I loosely knew this guy. He he purchased something from a one of my former employers, mm. and. uh yeah, one of the guys I worked with knew him well. I was like, "Oh yeah, he was a pagan. He got out of the he got out of the lifestyle, but he then sold used Harley Davidson parts." Oh, all right. I don't know if the parts were completely. Yeah. If they were, they were probably hot. Probably. Yeah. But anyways, he had at his booth. He had several outlaws, and they were they had their colors on and everything. They had their cuts. It was pretty neat <laughs> to be that close to. Uh, um, I guess you could say stolen out, goods. <laughs> yeah, stolen goods are that close to um criminal royalty. I guess you could call it. Yeah, criminal royalty. That's, Pretty much. 
Well, you know, That's allegedly, a allegedly, right there. Criminal royalty. Yeah. That would be a good name for a bar. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna write, write that, that down. down. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So what's that? What's that town? I'm trying to think of that town near you. It's a. It's like a near Hudson, Newport Richie, Crystal River, not Crystal River. Going, it would be going east. East. Um, hmm. I think it's it's not what I wrote down. No, well, that's a road. That's not it. Yeah. That's a road. Um, near the Veterans Expressway. Um. Oh, West maybe it Central? is Moon Lake. Moon Lake. That's no, it. Moon no, Lake. Yeah, Moon Lake. Well, I guess there there's go. a park there. Moon Lake. Moon Lake. I think there's. I think the outlaws. I think the outlaws are out that way. Yeah. Oh well, that's kind of where Actually, the shooting I was. I did hear that yeah. by somebody who lives there, but I guess there's different parts of the area. Yeah, you um, know they have little chapters and they have their little social clubs. They meet somewhere. Yeah. Hey, it's about brotherhood and motorcycles. Yeah. It may be a little meth, you know. You got to make money and discounts on automotive parts. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Mm. You, the club fundraisers, they're not selling, they're not, they're not selling, selling cupcakes. No, they're not selling club cakes. They're not selling, you know, yeah. it's methamphetamine. You know, wouldn't hey. it be great? They like start squeezing on the Girl Scouts, like we have our own. Thing Listen, we got our own cookies, bitches. Yeah. <laughs> Man, the crack baby had never seen you. Hey, Mr. Man, I just went to the club. I know I this one. All right. I, now, that one was a little too long there. What were those really good candy bars they used to sell uh, for fundraisers? Fundraisers. World's finest. World's finest. Yes. <laughs> which they're smaller now, which is mm-hmm. disappointing. But those are really but good. The good candy. news is they're still a buck. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. They're still a buck. Size of a fucking the size. Roll. Yeah, the 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 fundraiser loses money consistently <laughs> now. Man, world's yeah. finest. Back back years ago, when you got the like the full size candy bar from them for a dollar, that's a pretty solid candy bar. Mm-hmm. And there's still a dollar if you want almonds or whatever. What? Yeah, nut, yeah, that yeah. Was interesting. Fucking some tree nut, you know, some Ooh. nut. Yeah. Oh, nut allergy. Yeah, there's still a dollar. Here, have this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just take a little bite. You know, build some yeah. tolerance. <laughs> yeah, sniff the wrapper. World's finest chocolate. Yeah, you got to build a tolerance. Um, Big Ed, there is a blues rock guy. Uh, I'm going to see if I can get an album for you. Uh, he's new on the circuit. I think you're going to dig this guy. He goes by Kingfish. But he's like t- 23 years old out of like the Delta, Mississippi area. You know, like a buddy guy area. I think he's from the same town as buddy guy. Uh, but uh, he's like a blues rock kid. But he sounds he sounds so seasoned. It's Was he on a TV show? No, he's new. He's new, 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 new guy. Uh, but I mean, a music TV show with new people. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. There could be probably TRL or something like that. Something with Carson Daly. Yeah. Hi. Could you? What's the name of that Poco album? Oh. Uh, Big Mike, what's the Poco album we got? Uh, the, Poco. The, that's going to be our next one for people that want to do 
homework ahead of time. Let me look it up. We'll get you the name in a moment. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Big Ed, I'll, I'll find a little kingfish for you. I'll, I'll send it your way. If I, if I could find, uh, you know, the music uh, physically, I'll get it to you. But while we're waiting, I'm going to tell Big Mike a story to follow up on. Story. He, well, he told a, a, a story about his work. We're not going to get into his work right now. But you know, a guy that hopefully he's mental health doing a little better. However, so uh, it seems like a lifetime ago I served in the Air Force. And you'd have these military exercises where you would exercise your imagination. And you'd have teams come out and they'd, they'd run scenarios. Or they'd just see how you'd react in a a hypothetical air quotes a real world scenario um hmm. which my job as a mechanic didn't change because i'm like the shit's broken i'm just fixing it now i'm just wearing more gear as i'm fixing the shit but you'd have a group people come over and they got clipboards and you know they're analyzing you but sometimes they would give you like take you aside and they're like give you an index card and they're like hey this scenario is going on we need you to act a certain way or Hey, this building's on fire. What are you going to do? You know, like they're fucking Dennis Hopper. The bus is going 55 miles an hour. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? So uh, this guy I work for, Booth, uh, maybe the funniest guy alive. I, like if that guy does not go on tour and sell at stadiums, just, just tell him funny stories. I don't know what's right in the world. But they give him an index card that says, you have a mental break and you're going crazy. <laughs> so he starts acting very odd and we don't know he was taken aside oh and given the card. So now we got a reactive, like, why is he saying this? Mm. And then uh, he sees our fucking wing commander and he tells him, I'm going to shit my hat and put it on your desk. <laughs> and we're like, whoa, 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 dude, no, no, no. So we're like getting up. We're like, here, the wing commander's like, excuse me, excuse me. We're like, oh, shit. And then the inspectors like stepped in and were like, all right, this scenario got a little out of hand. Yeah. They're like, all right, you guys should have stepped in, stopped him from saying it. I'm like, no, 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 no way. I'm a fucking dumb airman. I didn't know he was going to say he's going to shit in his hat. You told him, you told a crazy guy to act crazy and gave him carte blanche and you let it happen in front of a fucking wing commander. It was insane. So there were a lot of fevered egos that had to be fucking stroked and we had to run a fucking, this guy was a pretty big, like, like a, he was a senior NCO and he still just fucking went. All in, all in. He went full method, baby. He went full method. He was Al Pacino. Hoorah! You know, have a woman. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> it was actually. pretty good. He told him, I'm going to shit in the hat and put it on your desk. <laughs> Wing Commander does not have the same sense of humor, but no. he ended up letting it slide. Uh, like the shit. The there was a lot of fucking briefings, though. That, and that's the thing about the Air Force. They love briefings. That one created a lot of fucking briefings. Yeah. Unlike how you're supposed to, like, all right, when we tell you that crazy, don't act so crazy. You're going to tell the fucking wing commander you're going to shit in his fucking hat and put it on his desk or something. But they told him to act crazy. I, yeah, yeah, it I, could have been way worse, I think. I, I was like, can we just go home? This is so stupid. So what was your reaction during this whole thing? What, what, at what point did you figure out 
that he was how quickly did you start laughing that then you figure oh this is a scenario when he said it's he was gonna work. shit in the hat that, that's and when that's you knew like, it was oh a work. yeah 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 then then i, I then was like there's a little kayfabe going yeah, on yeah okay fabe and then they're like but now i'm like this is way out of control now it became real it's it's kind of that moment where Sure, Andy Kaufman and uh, you know the King Lawler are in on the joke, but no one else is. But when you get slapped on national TV in front of David Letterman, it's too far. When you freak out and David Letterman wets himself a little, <laughs> oh boy, it 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 it, it, it went too far at that point. So, anyways, um, Does that really happen? so yeah, oh, yeah, I'm telling the story. Of course, it no, happened. No, I mean. David Letterman. Well, I don't know. I'm just saying. Oh, well, no, no. Uh, yeah, Lawler and uh, Andy Kaufman were on David Letterman's show because they were doing a little wrestling feud. And uh, Andy Kaufman was on there with a neck brace and he's saying Lawler oh, hurt him. you showed me that. And he, he went and slapped Lawler and it just created chaos. That's right. I like that Austin Theory has been basically getting kicked in the face by everyone on the fucking roster. He's your daddy. Man, that was the greatest thing on Raw, getting Madison Square Garden, chanting, who's your daddy? Yep, I was thinking that. It was so fun. I... Is this going to become like a lumberjack match where everyone just hangs out to make sure Theory's not there? Because if that's what happens, that would be the greatest thing. Theory comes out and like 30 wrestlers just start pummeling the shit out of him. They're like, Vince is not here to protect you. Womp womp. I mean. Or they could just chant, who's your daddy, all around him. Yeah. That'd be funny. Well. So our album will be Poco Head Over Heels. Head Over Heels. Poco Head Over Heels. This is the album we'll yep. be reviewing next week. Fantastic artwork for the cover. They were all just on the cover. It was this one. No, isn't it just brown? No. It says Poco? No, I think it's this. Isn't it this cover? <laughs> if I can remember my password to my phone. Stand by, everyone. Oh, he's about to get locked out. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. It's kind of like the family portrait, 1977 yeah. Yeah. family portrait. They had the album cover done at a Sears Roebuck. They did have it done at Sears. 75, actually, July 75, before I was born, before it, yeah. both of us were born. That's a Big BM was around. Before, or BBM. Before Big Mike. Yes. Not what everyone else thinks a yeah, BBM I was say, is. It sounds filthy. Wow. I don't know. I don't even know. All right. Wow. Does anyone else have anything to say? I have nothing else to say. I think this show kind of took a life nope. of its own. But if I told you I was going to shit in my hat, what would that be? You say it's called Head Over Heels? Head Over Heels. Isn't it yeah. Head Over Heels? Yeah. That's the album. I'm pretty certain it's Head Over Heels. Head Over Hats. I, I, you know what? I can go downstairs in the uh, nether region of... Yeah, I don't see it in the Poco collection. What uh, year you said? 75. 75. Let me go downstairs and verify, but I'm pretty sure it's head over heels. I'll be right back. Yeah, standing by. 
Oh, yeah. Big Ed, I found a place that has a fantastic Cuban sandwich, by the way. Uh, and, all right. So here's the thing. I mean, you understand, uh, you know, Tampa, they're they're very proud of the Cuban sandwich. But, like, yeah. everyone does it, and it does it, it like, so much so that, I'm going to be honest, uh, most of them are mediocre to less than mediocre. And I love a good Cuban sandwich. But yeah, you got to go to these little bodegas, like, on Habana or Heinz or something. I'm going to tell you, one of the best I ones. I had one at a gas station. That's not a good sandwich. Yeah, uh, no, it was good. There's a Weston in downtown Tampa. They're they have like a little sports bar inside. Oh yeah. And they're a Weston hotel. A Weston hotel. You can never tell with a hotel. Sometimes you'll stumble into a place where they got some executive chef that's got their game going. And uh, they have their staff dialed in and the menus. Is it better than a Cuban from um, Brocados? Brocados is my favorite Cuban. I, I haven't had Brocados. I don't know. But I'll tell you, they're, they're, they're. Those are Italian guys making Cubans, by the way. Oh, yeah. They are. Yeah. Where, where, uh, where are they? Uh, what part of town? Uh, they are in uh, Tampa over by near Brandon, 50th Street. Okay. Over by the auction. Oh, all right. All right. I'll have to next time I wander down that way. I'll hit them up. Yeah, the Weston downtown man. Good, um, good Cuban sandwich. I'm a fan of wow. a Cuban sandwich. Yeah, yeah. An amazing steak and frites. Yeah, yeah. The pretty good kitchen. I was like, no matter where I stay downtown Tampa, I'm like, I'll just walk down to that place to get something to eat. Mm-hmm. Tell me about this Cuban. And we didn't want to go there. What? Well, first off, you, you got to put a little butter on that that toast. You, you got it okay. when you when you're pressing it. You got to give it a butter little butter. Get, get a little. Yeah. Okay. I'm with you. Yeah. You know. Uh, use a good piece of pork. It's, it's not going to hurt the sandwich. Use a good piece of pork. I agree. Uh, like a nice piece of roast pork. Yes. Yes. Definitely salami on it, right? Salami, salami. You gotta do a little pickle, a little mustard, some ham, bang, boom, some yeah. like just like just regular. It's not even fancy ham. It's like yeah, running the mill. Yeah, use Canadian bacon. I don't give a shit. <laughs> so the sandwich is really good, huh? Yeah, it's good. And uh, oh, and uh, Big Ed found another place, to, uh, you know, for your pork chop challenge. You know, oh, uh, Harold Seltzer's. Harold Seltzer. Mm-hmm. The pork chop was good. Harold mm-hmm. Seltzer's is good. That's a solid, 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 Lobster. good, good value. Yes. Listen, I, th- here's what I like about that restaurant. It's an old school steakhouse. It's an old school steakhouse, man. It's Absolutely. like, it, it's, you feel like, even if you go there with jeans and a t-shirt on, yep. you feel like it's an event to be there because of the atmosphere of the restaurant, yeah. the, the way. And it doesn't matter. You can wear whatever you want. Well, fl- flor- that's Florida. You, it, Florida no, casual. There's very few dress, dress up places around here. Oh, there are. There are some, but it, it, there's they're, they're few and far between. But the way that most restaurants, taste, oh, it's fantastic. You should have to be in a formal wear. Cuban sandwich. That sounds really good. Mm-hmm. Oh, someone got indicted. Mm. She had to wear a green glass. By the way, it is head over heels. I verified the album. Oh, okay. Downstairs. Big Ed, you got that head head over heels. This big Ed already. Yeah, it's not. Uh, so far, it's not an iTunes, but I'm still looking. 
Hmm. Boy, this lady on the news looked very irritated. <laughs> well, I mean, if you get indicted by the FBI, that's going to be an irritant, you know. Hmm. I don't want to be indicted by anybody. How's that sound? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well. Hey, Rick Kreisman, former St. Petersburg mayor. Hey, Rick. Well, uh, apparently uh, we have a apparently. sleeper, a Russian sleeper cell right here in St. Petersburg. Huh? That's just great. What do you mean? What's that going to do for tourism? Well, it's not going to help it. Well, what they're doing, they're. Uh, Russian propaganda was coming out of this place to create civil unrest. Yeah. So everybody, you know, it's, uh, it's the Russians are trying to beat us from, from within. Correct. Oh. Yeah. It's, but we got to be smart to realize what's really going on. Oh yeah. My. Or you just ignore people. Night. Usually if you ignore it, it just goes away. Like, yeah, hey, you sound pretty dumb. So. You sound stupid. I'm going to go get a Cuban sandwich. Yeah. Fuck face. I'm going to listen to some fucking Poco, you dope. Some uh, Poco. I, I can't get it. That's what they she have said. Every Poco album is like... Uh, hmm. On three, iTunes, really? Five, seven, nine... 11, 13, 15, 17, 19 Poco albums. They don't have that one. Yeah. Well, here, let's table that album for a week. I'll figure out how to get you a physical album for you. You know, I know you like uh, the compact disc format and um, wow, it really is. Oh, you know what? You know what I was thinking? This is the one I have at home. Uh, a good I feeling think, to I know. Think, I have a right? good feeling. Right? Didn't I to know. just buy one? Let me see it. I bought. I bought. It's a, this one right here. A yeah. Good feeling to know. I have that one. Oh, maybe. I don't know. No. I don't know. I thought I bought one. I don't yeah. know. I'm losing yeah. my mind. Yeah, I bought did, a Poco album, right? But you know what? Uh, Head over heels is not on iTunes. That's weird. They have a lot of horses on there. They did, it, later after um, Poco Seven, after seventy four, and then. Uh, Cantanamos. Why don't you and then, just look it up on YouTube? You could do the YouTube thing. I'm a big fan of YouTube. It's not my tube. It's YouTube. <laughs> kind of like my pillow. It's not, no. it's not my, my pillow. pillow. It's, it's your, your pillow. pillow. <laughs> their pillow? Yeah, their pillow. They, them pillow. <laughs> Our pillow. Well, it's an inclusive pillow. Yeah. Does that pillow is what does the pillow identify as though? Soft. <laughs> it identifies hard. as soft. A soft, soft yep. pillow. Yep. Oh my. I, I think we're jumping off the rails here. I think this is where we get off. I think I think so too. I think this is our stop, folks. All so, right, everybody. So listen, subscribe. Uh any any final farewells, any uh big messages from me? Yeah, anybody? I here's a big message. Thanks for joining us. I appreciate it. All of us appreciate you. Sweet Melissa appreciates you. Big Ed, Casey, Big Mike appreciates you. We'll talk to you next Friday night. Until then, uh, be safe, be cool. Eat a Cuban. Sandwich.